All right, let's go. We thank you. Hey, Lady C, baby, you ready? You know I got that public talk this morning. We got to get there before 10. All right, mama, let's get out of here. Say what? I'm about as ready as I'm going to get. In fact, I'm in here trying to hook up to Zoom, and I can't get in. Did they change the code? Whoa! You're listening to The Critical Thought, where we challenge our listeners to use critical thinking when examining the teachings of Jehovah's Witnesses. You know, it's kind of interesting when you look at what has happened with Zoom and Jehovah's Witnesses. In fact, we've talked to people all around the world when their congregations started going to Zoom. And some of the comments that people have told us that some of the elders and circuit overseers and other speakers have made is simply just amazing. This is a blessing from Jehovah. This is something that Jehovah prepared for us so that we'll be ready when we had the situation like it is today where we could not have our meetings. Let's be honest. Zoom is a tool that is used by companies all around the world. They were all used for the same purpose, to stay in touch with their people. In other words, the Watchtower situation of not being able to have in-person meetings was not anything special. Practically every company was dealing with the same thing. As we see now, what was often touted as a blessing from God has now begun to be more of a cursing instead. Because now the Watchtower, as we've always said, is nothing more than a business. And the Watchtower is experiencing the same issue that other businesses are experiencing. Being able to get their people to come back into the office, to come back in person. But you know, it's interesting that during the time of COVID at its max, practically every religious denomination closed their churches down and they went to Zoom. According to a recent Pew report, many churches, just like the Watchtower, opened back up and their members are able to continue to go to Zoom meetings. For many religious denominations, they have simply made Zoom a part of their ministry now. This is just a technology that's being used today but it's not working in the favor of the Watchtower. You see, what has happened now, they're telling the witnesses, come back to the Kingdom Hall. And why? Well, because of scenes just like this. That's right, Kingdom Hall is empty. Now, of course, one of our favorite governing body members, Tony Mars, he had the assignment of telling Jehovah's Witnesses they need to come back to the Kingdom Hall in person. After acknowledging those with advanced age, infirmities, and other circumstances that may prevent them from attending meetings in person, the announcement included this thought-provoking statement. On the other hand, some brothers and sisters, younger and in good health, have more favorable circumstances that may allow them to attend Christian meetings regularly at the Kingdom Hall. However, it has been observed that some have developed a tendency to attend meetings on a video conference when, according to their circumstances, they could be physically at the Kingdom Hall. As the circuit overseers begin to make their rounds, they begin to send their reports back into the branch offices, and there was one constant drumbeat. After the memorial and after the special talk, the attendance 
continued to go down. As Tony Morris began to tell witnesses to come back to the Kingdom Hall in person, he used an old technique. It's a technique that Watchtower has used for years. It's known as the crocodile infested waters, where they will take someone in another part of the world and make a comparison to those in a different part of the world and basically say, see, this is what they're doing. Why can't you do that? And that's what he did in this presentation. He brought out two examples, which are very interesting. One of Jehovah's Witnesses living in a war-torn country and another of someone who's living in a country where the country suffers financially. And as a result, many of the witnesses struggle financially. For example, Tony Morris referenced a sister who was so poor, she could not even afford a radio. As a result, she had to go over to another Jehovah's Witness home to listen to the program that was being broadcast on the radio. For two years, the faithful slave made arrangements for us to listen to the meetings over the radio. Since I did not have a radio, I went to different brothers' homes to listen to the meetings. Now, many times the Watchtower doesn't even stop to think when they use examples like this. You see, what they don't realize, this is really an example of showing just how bad Jehovah's Witnesses take care of their people. The Watchtower is a billion-dollar corporation. So they'd use this example to brag about but really, it's embarrassing because instead of the congregation, the circuit, and the branch office finding out how many witnesses don't have a radio and we're going to provide one for you because we are a charitable organization, the Watchtower did not make any arrangements for the witnesses to get something as simple as a radio. As a result, these witnesses now have to leave their homes, go over to someone else's home, with the possibility of spreading the virus. But is it not interesting that at the branch office, nobody was leaving? Tony Morris was safely tucked away at the branch. They made sure they were taken care of, but for the witnesses, they was pretty much on their own. So, so think about it. Why didn't the Watchtower provide radios for their members? They often brag about, we are a charitable organization. Here was an opportunity to show charity right among their own people. Think about that. They could have made an announcement. We want to get radios so that everybody can stay safely at home. No, they didn't do that. This sister was forced to go over to someone else's home in their home with the possibility of spreading the virus. What is the real reason why the Watchtower wants Jehovah's Witnesses back in person? especially if you're not elderly and you're not infirm. Well, to understand it, we have to look back at their history. What has always been the position of Jehovah's Witnesses when it comes to those meetings? When you think about being at the meeting versus being on Zoom, it's all about that captive audience. It's all about the Jehovah's Witnesses making sure that they're feeding you, spoon feeding you the same way from that platform. Not only that, those Bible studies, you got to get them to the kingdom hall because according to the kingdom ministry, the Bible study progresses better when they're right there at that meeting. Not only that, it's all about submission and guilt tripping people to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do. Because when you come to that meeting, they can watch everything you're doing they can even track when you leave early, come in late, and you ain't even studied your lesson. 
So when you look at the meeting attendance and the way the Jehovah's Witnesses have had that down to a science, you can totally understand the differences between being in person and being on a Zoom call. It's like the job saying, I want my teleworkers back in the office because they feel they're not working. Well, guess what? The Jehovah's Witness leadership wants to get you off of those Zoom meetings because they feel like you ain't listening. No, you ain't listening to the program. So you got to go back to the foundation. And that's where it lies. And of course, Tony Morris marches out the scriptures. We can't forsake the gathering of ourselves, brothers. Well, what have Jehovah's Witnesses been doing for the last two years on Zoom? You see, a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses, they have taken the time to stop and think about this. And they realize, I haven't been to the Kingdom Hall. I haven't stopped forsaking. They haven't lost God's spirit. And this is one of the biggest things people have realized. And I have not become a wicked person because I'm not at the Kingdom Hall. Now, here comes Tony Mars trying to convince all these people that they are forsaking the gathering by not being in person. Think about the role that in-person plays when it comes to Bible studies. You see, it's hard to love bomb someone on Zoom, but at the Kingdom Hall, it's the easiest thing in the world. Now take note what Mr. Hendricks says in his comments about Jehovah's Witnesses and meeting attendance. He is the public director for Jehovah's Witnesses, and this is what he has been stating in different interviews that he has given to news outlets. Spirituality is not about a place. It's not about a building. It's about uh, our connection to our Creator and to each other. And even though uh, our conventions are virtual, it doesn't mean that our, our love is not still very, very real. In fact, this is an expression of our love for our neighbor. Spirituality is not about a place. It's not about a building. It's about uh, our connection to our Creator and to each other. Did you catch that? Yes, he told Jehovah's Witnesses all around the world and people of the public that your physical location doesn't matter. And now, according to Anthony Mars, It has been observed that some have developed a tendency to attend meetings on a video conference when According to their circumstances, they could be physically at the Kingdom Hall. According to Anthony Mars, one's physical location does matter. Which is it? So we invite you to share your thoughts. What do you think that the governing body is going to do now that so many witnesses are simply not returning to the Kingdom Hall? Share your comments below. Do you think that they're going to make it such that you now can be marked, that you now will get those talks that will condemn you. Are those the things that you see will be happening to Jehovah's Witnesses who don't come to the meetings? This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers.